Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I don't know how to describe uh, our next guest. He's a beachcomber, he's an artist, and he's a bit of a social media star as well. Steve Steve LaRocca lives in Richmond and has been beachcombing since 2018 and has found many an interesting item through his travel. Some would call what he's found as trash and junk, but he's made it into art. Uh, he documents uh, his findings on social media under the handle Fraser River Finds, and you can find him on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Uh, Steve joins us now. Steve, thank you for speaking to us today. Thank you for having me, Jess. So how did you get started? Uh, and uh, Is this a hobby is the best way to describe it? How did you get started? Uh, you know, I know you said it was 2018 when you began, but how did, did, what convinced you to start beachcombing? Well, um, it, it certainly started out as a hobby, but now it seems more like an addiction. <laughs> uh, you know, I live uh, alongside the river mm-hmm. here, and then I've also worked traditionally alongside the river. So I spent a lot of time alongside the river. And, you know, if you stop for a few minutes or go for a walk, it's hard not to notice things in and along the shoreline. And uh, you start picking them up, you find some cool stuff, and you're off. Mm-hmm. And what kind of unique things have you found? Um, well, that's a uh, loaded question. I've found uh, everything from, like, a military flare out uh, along the um, Sturgeon Banks. I've found um, a lot of vintage, vintage stuff. If you look at my Twitter, you'll find a lot of vintage Air Canada, a lot of vintage plastic bags, and uh, certainly a lot of bottle caps and um, all kinds of stuff. Well, I've seen some of the th- stuff you've posted, and you've turned uh, some of this, as I say, is trash, and, and uh, most people would say even junk, but you've turned, <laughs> turned it into uh, unique art. I mean, it's, the visuals are wonderful. One man's garbage. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. So how often do you go out uh, beachcombing? Is it something you do daily, or is it a once-a-week kind of thing? Uh, well, because of proximity with, you know, getting to and from work and where I live, I'm out uh, along the waterways probably at least once a day. And sometimes it's not uncommon for me to hit multiple stops. Uh, as for actually bringing a bag out and a, doing a proper beach comb, that's probably just a few times a month. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you get discouraged? And what I mean by you just mentioned, you know, lots of, you pick up plastic bags. Uh, I'm sure there's probably been syringes and things of that sort. And do you get discouraged uh, because of what we as humanity, as people sometimes throw out? It uh, can be discouraging. You know, plastic is a very important part of our lives. You know, it's in the phones we're using, it's in the cars we drive, it's in the clothes we wear. And uh, it's a shame that a lot of the stuff, you know, winds up in culverts and gets flushed down drains. You find a lot of dental picks. I remember, I remember, I remember growing up, we used to have toothpicks, right? They're made mm-hmm. out of wood. Now you've got these dental picks with the little bits of floss, and you've got the needles and um, feminine applicators and lighters and all kinds of stuff. So it's, uh, it's up and down. Uh, in regards to uh, your following, uh, I think you're up to 50,000 followers now on some of your uh, social media accounts. Oh, on the TikTok, definitely. Uh, what kind of comments do you get from people? Uh, depends what the, uh, <laughs> you know, I'm just the messenger in a lot of this stuff. And a lot of people look at me like I'm going to save the world. And I'm certainly not trying to be uh, Mr. Environmentalist. Um, 
I get a lot of a lot of words of encouragement and um, a lot of why don't you? I mean, you can't clean up everything. You'd spend all day out there. You wouldn't make it ten feet if you decided to be Mr. Heroin and clean up the uh, water side one day. So it's definitely mixed. You get the good and you get the bad. And mm-hmm. uh, you know, you're always picking up a lot of a lot of junk along the way. What can be done? You see a lot every day, obviously, when you're out. Uh, what do you think government needs to do? Whether it be uh, provincial, federal, even municipal in your community, what do you, what would you like to see done? Well, I like the uh, municipal aspect because I'm a firm believer that we got to take care of what's in our own backyard. You know, with our own uh, postal code. A lot of people get worried about the great garbage patch and what's happening overseas and everything like that. But we've really got to concentrate on what we're doing how we utilize plastic and what we do to get rid of it. Probably what would be best would be some kind of campaign. You know, we used to have Smokey the Bear and stuff like that. Maybe they need to have Smokey the Salmon. It doesn't want cigarette butts in the river and all that kind of thing. And w- is there anything specific you think that the locally that should be done beyond what you've just told me here? Is there anything they need to do in regards to greater resources, perhaps volunteers out uh, picking garbage like you do? What would you like to see done specifically from municipal government? Well, for the municipal government, maybe they should, uh, you know, I've often thought, especially like in the downtown east side, maybe there should be some kind of a reward or a compensation for like returned needles and stuff like that. Can you imagine if somebody could make a few cents for every needle they pick up, you know, and, and give to a dispensary instead of it winding down a, you know, a wash basin or a culvert or something? Mm-hmm. And maybe we should have some art installations that could get somebody like Fraser River Fines to come out and uh, utilize some of the stuff and uh, build some kind of, you know, you, uh, when I look at uh, your social media feed, you, the art that you create from some of this junk that you pick up off, off um, from the Fraser River, it's done so very well. It's it's amazing. Like, how long does it take you to put together a design like that? Uh, because you've done this with spoons, I see, syringes, and it's actually very lovely pictures that you take. I mean, how long does it take you to put something like that together? Uh, sometimes, you know, it depends on, on how big some of it is. Uh, a lot of it's smoke and mirrors. You know, anything you see, like, on a green background is usually something I've built, taken a picture of, and then swiped clean. But uh, I actually do that stuff relatively quick. I just pick up and play stuff. I guess it just comes naturally. And when it comes to stuff like the needles, I should let people know that they've been uh, taken apart, the plungers, and the caps have been super glued on there. Mm -hmm. And I think they make a real loud and important statement in the art pieces. They absolutely do. Uh, Steve, thank you for joining us today and uh, sharing your story. Uh, And I highly recommend... Uh, everybody, please check out Fraser River Finds. You can find uh, that uh, account on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok as well. Steve, thank you for your time today. Okay, and thank you on behalf of the Fraser River as well and all the ecosystems that depend on it.